This episode of the Shooting Bricks Podcast is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Do you want to make some quick cash on sports betting but don't really know how? Well, come hashtag prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a specific sport. For instance, if you're interested in the NFL on Thrive Fantasy, you choose 10 out of the 20 player prop positions to build your lineup. NFL not your thing? Not a problem. For the NBA, MLB, PGA, or esports, you choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to happen. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. If you're into the PGA, Thrive has new contests for each day of tournaments, so don't sweat it if your golfers ruin your weekend by not making the cut. Since launching in 2018, Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes. Ready to play? You can download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Don't forget to use our promo code SBPOD when you sign up today to receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Sign up and hashtag prop up today. Welcome back to this episode of the Shooting Bricks podcast. And if you guys caught the last or caught the last episode, we introduced a new trivia show called Shoot Your Shot. And by all accounts, we all had fun. And I enjoyed moderating it. I see you nodding your head, G. Yeah, man. I just get excited hearing our intro song. Like, it just puts me in the mood. But absolutely, you know, defending champ out here shooting my shot. You feel me? Wow, you have any <laughs> damn shooting his shot, and you know we're all excited to be back, and you know we're we're all in a good mood, so why don't why don't we just get this started? As always, I'm Jerry Castillo, and I'm joined by uh, I'm Daniel Huen. I think Dodgers fans are some of the weirdest people in the world, but I'm rooting for them, and uh, I hope they win the World Series. And joining us as well, I love all my Dodgers fans out there. Let's get this W. Let's make it to an O. It's your boy, Relly Rail, Jarrell Sales. And speaking of which, the Dodgers are playing right now, so good luck to them. By the time you hear this, they probably would have won or lost because thus is the nature of sports. But speaking of sports, we are about to get started on episode two of Shoot Your Shot. This time around, we're going to feature, or we're going to be talking about the last six years for the Lakers from 2014 to 2019. As Daniel put it so eloquently before the start of this recording, the dry spell. So Yes, probably the most miserable period in Lakers history. Probably the most miserable period in Lakers history. Well, we'll see even about worse, that. Even worse than the, the, the early 90s malaise. The first dry spell. Even worse than Smush Parker and Kwame <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, you'll be happy to know that some of the questions I will ask feature something along 
the malaise part, not the Kwame Brown part, because he was out of the league in 2011. He last played for the Warriors, I remember. It sucked because he was playing well. But anyways. Huh? Huh? Yeah. He <laughs> well. What? He Kwame played- Brown. Well and Kwame Brown do not belong in the same sentence. Garbage. Considering he was the Warriors' best center at the time and 2011 was a rough year for the Warriors, come on, man. Garbage. High-quality garbage. Well, hopefully your answers and your guys' score this time around won't be garbage. Because, <laughs> because just to break down the rules again, there will be six questions. Each contestant will have 30 seconds to answer each of the questions. If a contestant gets a question right, we will move on to the next with the other contestant going first. If the contestant gets the question wrong, the opposing contestant will have 30 seconds to get the correct answer. Whoever answers the most wins. And that's a little bit of a change because last last episode I said whoever gets the four wins, but that's just way too much. So whoever gets the most out of six wins. If there's a tie, there will be up to two tiebreaker questions. If the question if the game is still tied, excuse me, there will be one question that is up to my discretion that I will ask to break the tie. Also, again, no Google. You guys did a fantastic job of honoring the honor system. So we'll keep that there. Just, you know, throwing it out there. But again, this is something you guys kind of forgot to use. You guys have three lifelines. Okay. They are the timeout lifeline, turnover lifeline, and coaches challenge lifeline. So the timeout lifeline, you have another 30 seconds to gather your thoughts, basically, in addition to the original 30 second timer. The turnover lifeline is when I remove two choices out of play. And the coach's challenge is when you guys have a second chance if you get the answer wrong. And lastly, if a contestant uses a lifeline, it's only for them. So it's up to you to remember which options and which lifeline was used. So without further ado, are you guys ready? Yes, sir. All right. Let's get it. All right, so I am thinking of a number between 1 and 30. Who can think of a number that is closest to the number I'm thinking of right now? 25. 17. I chose 8, so G, you go first. Are you ready, sir? Uh, I'm as ready as a spot-up shooter. All right, well, it depends on who the spot-up shooter is, but that's neither here nor there. It ain't Daddy Green. (laughs) Well, we'll see about that. So, again, so because we're discussing the 2014 lakers up to the 2019 lakers just try and think back and a lot of these questions are statistical so good luck are you ready okay i hope so man i'm having ptsd all right here we go so question number one the 2014 season was one of the lakers lost seasons with kobe bryant playing only three games someone had to lead them in scoring who did is it a pal gasol B, Kent Bazemore, C, Jody Meeks, or D, Nick Young. Your timer starts now. I, I feel like that last year, Pau Gasol averaged like 13 and 10. Jody Meeks wasn't averaging high amounts, even though he finished the season off with like a 40-point game. So it's going to be after, it's going to be out of Nick Young and whoever, Kent Bazemore, and it's not Kent Bazemore because he didn't put up buckets. Nick Young had career highs with us i think so i'm going with swaggy p nick young final answer final answer hey you did get that one right nick young did indeed lead the lakers in scoring at 17.9 and 
Interesting fact about Pau Gasol, he averaged 17.4. Jody Meeks with 15.7 and Kent Bazemore with 13.1. Wow. That's a... We're already at a flying start. That's one for you. It took us to get three. <laughs> I think it took us three questions last time to get one point, but... Swaggy P. Oh, I was like, damn, damn. damn that's how you feel, man. All right. Tell us how you really feel. But anyways... Hey, Swaggy P had Iggy as a, oh my bad. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying, Swaggy P, he was he was really he was on top of the world. I think if we calling anybody ice in his veins for snitching on my guy, Swaggy Swaggy P. Keep that dude in mind. Keep that oh. dude in mind. But anyways, Daniel, are you ready for question two? Yes. Okay. This is about the 2015 Lakers season. Alright. This was another tough season. But the Lakers had seven rotation players score in double figures. Which of these players did not score in double figures? Is it A, Wesley Johnson, B, Wayne Ellington, C, Carlos Boozer, or D, Jeremy Lin? Your timer starts now. Feel free to talk it out. I'm going to use my turnover. Turnover? So, just to let people know what the turnover lifeline is, it's when I remove two choices out of play. And so, the two that I'm going to remove are Jeremy Lin and Carlos Boozer. Would you like me to repeat which of the, uh, which of the answers remain? Uh, no, uh, I know the answers that remain. Okay. So, let me restart the timer and go ahead. Wesley Johnson was, I mean, for the trash team we were, he was, he had his moments, so I'm going to have to go with Wayne Ellington. Is that your final answer? Yes. Ah, mm. oh, it's Wesley Johnson. Yes, and you are incredibly close because Wesley Johnson averaged 9.9. Wayne Ellington averaged 10.0. Wow. So, honestly, you could have gone either way because those players... I'm not going to speak trash about, you know, NBA players because they're way better than any of us, but those players were, uh, those were some dark Laker times. But just a, just a recap of, of everything. Jarrell has one point to Daniel zero points. All right, let's get this started again. You want to go, G, or you want to go again, Daniel? It's up to you. So just to make it fair, this is the 2016 season. And... <sighs> Again, this is going to be one of those instances where it's going to it's going to hurt you. But so in 2016, the Lakers won only 17 games. This is by far the worst of their storied franchise. No one really scored and no one really did much of anything, which is fair to say. That said, who led the team in assists? Is it A, Kobe Bryant, B, D'Angelo Russell, C, Marcelo Huertas, or D, Jordan Clarkson? Your timer starts now. I'm going to have to go with Mr. Ice in his veins, D'Angelo Russell, because he was the one at the time, and Kobe at the time was... He's 2016. I think he played, but he wasn't that effective, so it's D'Lo. D'Lo, final answer? Final answer. I'm sorry. It is not D'Angelo Russell. Again, G, it's... You want me to repeat the question now that it's your turn? Yeah. Okay, so 
again, the 2016 Lakers only won 17 games. The, most of the team didn't do really much of anything. No one scored, no one rebounded, no one assisted. So, that being said, who led the team in assists? Is it A, Kobe Bryant, B, D'Angelo Russell, C, Marcelo Huertas, or D, Jordan Clarkson? Your timer starts now. I want to use the turnover. Is that the one that takes out two? Yes, it is. I want to do that. Okay, hang on. So I removed two choices out of play. So I'm going to remove Jordan Clarkson and Kobe Bryant. Can I get the music back? <laughs> All right. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Relax. All right, ready? Yeah. Your timer starts now. Well, given that Daniel already took out ice in his veins, you just took out Kobe Bryant and Carson. We're going to have to have to go with one of the oldest rookies in Marcelo Ortiz. You know what? That is correct. So I was hoping you didn't remember that Daniel took out D'Angelo Russell. But yeah, that was a pretty Pretty good cast by Daniel because D'Angelo Russell had 3.3 assists per game. Marcelo had 3.4. Kobe had 2.8. And Jordan Clarkson had 2.4. So that was a good that was a good pull by Daniel, but just missed it. But since you, you got... Know, those were like terrible times that I probably blocked it out of my head. Which is we, a fair we, thing to do. We totally forgot that he did come out being that assist man we saw at the Ohio State forgot about that yeah i did too i'm not gonna lie to you my first thought was d'angelo i'm not gonna lie to you Dan. <laughs> all right so because you did get this question right daniel will get to go for the next one so okay. daniel this is about the 2017 laker season another bad one but it's slowly getting better from here on out okay the 2016-2017 season saw two of the most egregious contracts being given to Luol Deng and Timofey Mozgov. It's safe to say that neither of these players lived up to their contracts at all. How much did they earn that season combined? So we're talking about Timofey Mozgov and Luol Deng's contract for that year. How much did they make combined? Is it A, $36 million, B, $34 million, C, $32 million, or D, $39 million. Your timer starts now. And my turnover's up, right? I already used it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm terrible at math. I'm gonna shoot, I'm just gonna shoot the here. $39 million. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is not $39 million, I'm sorry to say. It's, the, it's a lot of money. I will tell. I will give you that. It's a lot yes. of money, but Jarrell, you have, you have an idea on how much these two players, I guess, made in that one season. Can you give me the options again, please? Sure. So, these two players did they make a thirty-six million, b thirty-four million, c thirty-two million, or d thirty-nine million? Your timer starts now. You said the first two was 36 and 38? 36 and 34, respectively. 36 and 34. So a part of me feels like it has to be one of those two. I feel like Luau was like 17, 18 mil. Luau was 18 mil for sure. Now it's Timothy. 
So, what was the first two options again? 34 and what? 36 and 34, respectively. I'm going with 34. 34. I don't think... So... Oh, that was a buzzer. Yeah. So, 34 million or 36? And you said 34. Final answer? Yes. It is indeed $34 million. Can you believe that? Nual made, I think, $18 million, and then Timofey made sixteen million because they both got these enormous contracts. I think the Timofey was four years, 64, and Luol uh, was four. Say. Yeah, Luol was four years, 72. So with Jarrell getting the last question right, Daniel, it is indeed your turn again. And just for a quick heads up, it is now 3-0. So technically... Jarrell already has won, so let's just give him a big round of applause for for another great game. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. You know, Jarrell, I just don't want to remember those years. That's all I'll say. No, I feel you, man. It's hey, as bad as it was. I was watching every one of them games. <laughs> well, actually, not gonna lie to you. Okay, speaking of which, that might be a really good one for the question following this one. But because, you know, it is it is game over anyways. You guys just want to know the last, what is it, one, two, three, four, five questions I have here? Sure. Daniel, again, these points don't mean anything. We're just ans- answering all these questions to see what happens. But so during the 2018 season, in a season that looked like things were starting to look up. Yeah, I believe we got Lonzo that year. Right. The Lakers actually won 35 games, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, by all accounts, this was spearheaded by Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and Julius Randle. All three actually averaged the same amount of points. How many points did they average? Is it A, 15.9, B, 17.7, C, 18.3, or D, 16.1? Your timer starts now. I'm going to have to confidently say 16.1. Confidently? Yeah, I could be way wrong, but you know what? I am I think 16.1 sounds like a fair number, especially from from Kuzma. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that went into that decision or no? Uh, I mean, Kyle Kuzma kind of went off that year. All right. So 16.1, final answer. Yes. It is indeed 16.1. It's amazing how well those three played in 2018 under Luke Walton. And that was his second year, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe it was... It may have been, yeah, his second year. Yeah, because the previous year they won 27. This 2018, they won 35. And then the yeah. next year, they won 37, right? It had to be the second year because I remember our first year uh, with Brandon Ingram, Luke Walton wanted him playing point guard. <laughs> Well, all right. A little not, bit. Not the not the most endearing of choices, but anyways. So if we were keeping score, Daniel, you would have gotten your first point. So that in it in and of itself deserves a round of applause. Yeah. Well so because Daniel got that one right, Jarrell, you ready for twenty nineteen? Yes. It's it's when things started to look up slightly. But anyways, 2019 was LeBron James' first season in L.A. 
A very promising season ended in disappointment as LeBron only played 55 games due to injury. Excluding this year and the lockout shortened season of 2011-2012, which year did LeBron play the fewest amount of games? Is it A, 2014-2015, B, 2016-2017, C, 2017-2018, or D, 2007-2008? Your timer starts now. That's a tough ass question. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck and think that in the past, like five, ten years, LeBron has been very consistent and hasn't missed a lot of time, especially with the Heat or Cavs. So I'm gonna go with the last option, the 0708 season. I think that's what you said. Mm-hmm. I'm going with that one. Final answer. Yeah, shoot or shoot. All right. So it was indeed 2014-2015. He only played 69 games. Nice. He it's weird because in 2007-2008 he played in 75, but he only started in 74. I don't know I don't know why you would ever put LeBron on the bench. He, he also had a like a, a load management phase as well where like he would just literally like take games off. 2014-2015 was when it kind of grew to prominence because I remember him taking 2 weeks off to massage his back or something like that. I mean, if you're carrying teams like he is, then obviously. But anyways, we were talking about Lonzo Ball earlier, and this question is about, you know, the 2019 Lakers, Lonzo Ball's final season. So that being said, G, you want to go first, or you want to let Daniel take this one? I'll go first. All right. So, again, it's about the 2019 Lakers season. The Lakers were a pesky defensive team in 2019. That said, four rotation players actually averaged a steal or more per game. Among these four players, who averaged the most per game? Is it A, Josh Hart, B, Lonzo Ball, C, Rajon Rondo, or D, LeBron James? Your timer starts now. That's a tough one. Lonzo is a good on 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 ball defender. He stays there, no pun intended. Uh, I feel like Josh Hart was getting into the passing lanes a lot. I'm gonna go with Josh Hart. Final answer. Final answer, man. Damn. It is not Josh Hart. Daniel, you have an opportunity to cut into the hypothetical lead that Jarrell has. Would you like to? Hear the question or the answer choices again. Answer choices again. Okay, so A, Josh Hart, B, Lonzo Ball, C, Rajon Rondo, or D, LeBron James. Your timer starts now. And what were the stats? A steal and an assist? Basically, who averaged the most steals per game among those four that I mentioned. I don't think it's LeBron, and I don't think it's Lonzo. I'm going to go with Rajon Rondo because he was—he had his moments that year. Final answer? Final answer. So, very interesting. It was indeed Lonzo Ball. Jesus. Okay. He had 1.5 steals per game, and Rajon Rondo had 1.2, LeBron had 1.3, and Josh Hart just had one. Very interesting. Very I mean, Lazo was poking the ball out of people's hands. Like he was, that was one thing he was gonna make sure he did was play defense. That's why he coming back to the Lakers. At some I don't mean point, to right? sound like nah, he coming back next year. I don't mean to sound like Lamar Ball, but we gonna have a ball in L.A. All right, all right. Well, whether or not that remains to be seen. But speaking of a ball, 
we talked about D'Angelo Russell at the at the top. So I'm going to let Daniel take this one. It's going back to 2016. So going back to the worst season in franchise history, the Lakers didn't really have much to look forward to. D'Angelo Russell, however, looked like a budding star. On March 1st, he dropped 39 points and did his ice in my vein celebration in the 107-101 win. That said, who did the Lakers beat? Is it A, the Philadelphia 76ers, B, New York Knicks, C, Phoenix Suns, or D, Brooklyn Nets? Your timer starts now. Damn. So the Sixers are one. Um, the Knicks, the Suns. The, the Suns. Or the Nets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I have a feeling it's gonna be the Suns or the or the Nets because D'Lo is friends with D-Book. But I'm gonna say the Nets. Final the Nets. answer? Yes. That is indeed correct. The Nets, okay, so just to put this into context, all these four teams played exceptionally bad because... The Sixers only won 10 games. The Knicks only won 32. The Suns won 23. And the Nets won 21. So, congrats, man. Again, if this was, a, if this was one of those uh, moments where we're going up for, you know, lead changes or whatever, you're one point away. So, here is the last question. And it's, it's to G. And it's about Kobe's last game. You ready? Yes, sir. Okay. In Kobe's last season, he dropped 60 points on the Utah Jazz in his final game. Apart from him, who was the second leading scorer for the Lakers? Is it A, Jordan Clarkson, B, D'Angelo Russell, C, Julius Randle, or D, Larry Nance? Your timer starts now. Uh, what do I have left? For uh, so you have timeout or coach's challenge. What is coach's challenge? You get an extra chance if you get this wrong. I'm I'm putting that in. Okay. So just let that know because I got to do this for Kobe. A part of me saying that the guards weren't touching the ball. They weren't. I know Julius Randle was getting involved, cleaning up anything, running out of time. Those picks. Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Yes. Is incorrect. However. <laughs> Because you did do the coach's challenge, you have one more shot. So I'm going to put up the 30 seconds again, and you have another 30 seconds to think about it. Your timer starts now. Again, it's Clarkson, Russell, or Larry Nance. Clarkson. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yes! I had to do it for Kobe. I just figured Clarkson was like bowhead. It was like, I'm going to try to get my buckets anyway. Yeah, Clarkson was, like, was actually quite hot at the time, so yeah. he was actually playing well. Yeah, it's, man. It's interesting, Daniel. You said, damn it. Why Why that reaction? Because that was going to be my pick if I got the question back. Yeah. Well, it would have been a really interesting situation if he actually got that question right, because it would have been 3-3, and I would have been stuck to think of a question right then, but... Yeah, so Jordan Clarkson led the team and was the second leading scorer with 12 points. D'Angelo Russell had nine, Larry Nance had eight, and Julius Randle had two. Damn. So nobody was doing much of anything, just chilling, waiting for Kobe to give them ball or not. Anyways, 
that was a that was a fun series. That was a a three zero victory to G. Congrats again. With that being said, it is now two zero to G all all time. So Daniel, are you feeling any pressure? Maybe any uh, any feelings of I gotta step it up a bit? What's going through your mind right now? Down O two. Well, at the end of the day, it's trivia, so I'm just I'm just I'm just here waiting until the season starts back up again. You know, but you know, I, it would be it would feel nice to get a win. Who knows, Daniel? Maybe this this next one could be yours. Yeah, it's just, you know, that period in Lakers history, it's just mentally blocked out. You just really want to get rid of it from your mind, huh? Yeah, I mean, the 2013 season was one of the most painful in, in like, in, me- in my memory of my own fandom. But then, and, like, I just forget the uh, the, the rest because, like, we, we know what happens. Right. That being said, G, you have any, uh, you have any closing thoughts? Um... You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to rub it in, but it do feel good to – I take any W as I can. It makes, you know. But like I said, Daniel, you was coming back like the Nuggets did all bubble long, and I kind of got nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I got missed two in a row. So, no, nah, I, I really enjoy these. It's really fun. Really, yeah. And I find it really great that you guys are using the lifelines. So Yeah, finally, huh? <laughs> yeah. Maybe the next one, all you guys will use all three because there was a – there's a couple there, so. Yeah. You know, of all those, like during that era, like I remember, like Coach Godwin way more than those than those days, you know. Karan Godwin. Yeah. Well, shout out to him wherever he is. But and speaking of shouting out, don't forget to subscribe to the Shooting Bricks podcast and leave a review on your platform of choice. It really helps us out. And lastly, make sure to follow us on at Podcast Bricks on Twitter and at Shooting Bricks Podcast on Instagram for all the news on the Shooting Bricks Podcast. And as always, I'm Jerry Castillo. I'm Daniel Quinn. It's your boy, Rally Rail, Jarrell Self. And we will see you guys next time.